Takashi, no Naito, no Ibushi, no Okada. Huh? Yeah, this is a new time. This is a new time and it's perfect. Don't worry about these idiots. Huh? The idiots aren't winning. The idiots aren't going to win. Zack Sabre Jr. is going to win. And Zack Sabre Jr. will unify all of these championships. Three Wrestle Kingdoms. I'll get the job done, as you were. Oh my dear! 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 I love so much this tactic. Dear! Oh, I enjoyed tonight because I made it official. Bobby Two Belts is here, and I couldn't have asked for a better tag team partner than Tiger Mask. Arigato gozaimashita. Hello everyone, and welcome to the Never Open Podcast, the podcast open to everyone. My name is Luke, I am your host of the Never Open Podcast, and with me as always is my co-host Mr. Andy. Say hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Mr. Andy. Hello, Luke, and hello to Power Struggle, which means goodbye to the G1, man. Uh, it's uh, Last week I asked for a break, and we didn't get it, but we're getting it after the, these shows, so... Yeah, uh, I'm looking forward to a little bit of a break from New Japan. Uh, the G1 was so awesome, but it's like, all right, time for that two-week break, and then we can get back to some good shit. Yeah, it's like, oh, by the way, everyone, uh, we swear to be aware of that. Uh, but it's like, uh, oh, shit, we've got power struggle coming up in the first week of November. Oh, we've we got to build up these matches. How are we going to do that? Yeah, so uh, no break for everyone, guys. We're going back to work. Oh! <laughs> so uh, let us count all of the wrestlers that have some form of tape on them because of the G1. I'm not looking at He hurt himself doing commentary. <laughs> Dude, there's so many wrestlers. Like, I'm not disparaging any of the wrestling, but there's so many wrestlers that I saw over the, these three nights. I'm just like, you know what? Man, I'm chilling the fuck out for a bit. Like, yeah. I'm taking a little Fair easy enough. and wrestling light. And I was just like, yeah, I can see that. And almost all of them were uh, <laughs> G1 guys. So I'm like, yeah, that's fair. Uh, so, uh, yes, we have three Road to Power Struggle shows to uh, talk about. And there's a little bit of news, the biggest of which is that Kota Ibushi is only going to miss two months. And it's due to a dislocated shoulder. So I'm like, oh, is that all? Uh, which is, like, it could be worse. I thought he broke his wrist or his arm as, as well as having um, a dislocation. So, whew. That, uh, still, you know, still, it's, that's not good. It's not good. I actually, um, I was like, Charity, I've got to show you this moment from um, the last night of the G1. And she's like, you're not going to show me how Ibushi hurts himself, are you? I'm like, no, no one needs to see that stuff kind of stuff again. I'm like, no, I showed her that. I was like, if I only had to show you five minutes from the G1, no offense to everyone in the G1, um, I showed her the uh, Shibata stuff, but uh, yeah, that's fine. you kind of had to. Like the G1 was great, but like that, that's a moment no one expected. So I, I had to, I had to show Charity that. So uh, there is that. Uh, the other, there's another piece of news which is. Uh, it's voting is open now for your Toriano Great Okan uh, King of Pro Wrestling match, which will happen at uh, Power Struggle. It's uh, either a normal match where the loser has to kiss the other person's feet, so that one <laughs> that one's not winning, or 
or it's amateur rules. So uh, yeah. if you've watched Okan during the G1, you know he's going to be able to hang with that. And, you know, Yano, Yano can pull that stuff off too. So that one's yeah. going to win, which is something I'm very excited for. So, yes, uh, kiss my feet. I was just like, yeah, you're not winning that Okan. No offense, mate. Sorry, buddy. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the only, you know like thing I can remember that was like a good kiss my feet match was the whole like Bret Hart versus Jerry Lawler thing that was cool but that's Bret Hart and Jerry Lawler so yeah. I just um you know I I'm looking forward to that match because we've seen so many crazy things from Ocon and you know as we said before Yano is somebody that brings out you know the the comedian inside everyone and he's certainly going to do that for this kind of match because he's probably thought about this for a long time yeah that is true now uh another thing obviously we're on the road to power struggle so the power struggle card has been announced and there are a lot of matches that we uh, anticipated coming off the g1 so there's no surprises there which is Pretty sweet. So we've got the uh, never open six man things, you know, Goto and the Chaos Boys, Ishii and Yoshihashi versus House of Torture. Uh, Yano, Great Khan, of course, for the uh, King of Pro Wrestling Trophy. Eagles versus El Desperado. Uh, we've got uh, Tanahashi versus uh, Kenta. <laughs> Okada, Okada versus Tamatonga. And, of course, uh, Takagi Shingo versus Zack Sabre Jr. So, yeah. So, uh, oh, another piece of news is, like, and I sent you the tweet of this, and I was like, oh, thank fuck. Uh, Jay White versus Ishii, uh, when that match happens, uh, November 13, it's going to be live, so. Good. Yes. Yeah. Thank goodness for that. So uh, that's that's all of the news that I have, uh, really. There, there is probably other news, but, you know, we all know that professionalism is my job. It is your job, and news doesn't come out until we stop recording. That's how it works. So uh, now I have a little news here, uh, Luke, and that is that – well, a couple things. The first thing is is that uh, we will have a little treat for the fans, um, kind of a commemoration, a tribute, if you will, to Max the Max at the end of the show. So listen after the the show uh, ends for that. Yeah. And then the other thing, too, I wanted to mention is that we're back at Kurrigan Hall for these all three of these shows, and there's no English commentary, which yeah. was kind of different, and I kind of liked it. And it seemed like I could hear everything better. I feel like if they mic the English commentary that's live differently than – like it's or it's mixed differently with what the live sound is like, and I never yeah. quite hear it quite well. But I really enjoyed that – aspect of it not that i don't like kevin kelly i love kevin kelly he's done so much for new japan yeah. so much for me personally as a fan just by being there being awesome so never mistake that i i don't like him no. he's awesome he's awesome and uh i'm just excited to hear what the the japanese guys say because they kept mentioning best of the super juniors for example when certain guys were wrestling and you couldn't hear him say that but through context mm-hmm. you have to figure out what they're talking about and that's fun i like that yep now, we were at these three shows, Mr. Andy, because, you know, as everyone knows, we are the phantoms of Cork and Hall. So there is that. Phantom <laughs> <laughs> of the Cork and Hall is yeah. here inside Tai Chi's pants. 
<laughs> that's how the lyrics go, right? Yeah, that's exactly how they go. Uh, okay. Yeah. In fact, uh, do you reckon we could afford Tai Chi to sing that for us? We couldn't, could we? No. no. no I don't even know why I entertain the notion. I'm sorry, no. everyone. Uh, it's, yeah, there's no way. Uh, the, I think the only people we could afford is whoever used to do uh, Rapongi 3K's music or whoever does uh, Yujiro's music. That's probably what? the only people we could what? afford. What if we sent, I mean, or someone on Cameo, we should get like, uh, you know, Jeff Cobb on Cameo to sing us the Phantom of the, uh, of Tai Chi's Pants. I mean, <laughs> of Kurgan Hall. Oh my God. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> they've got to say no to some things, right? Like these guys are fucking stupid. I'm not saying this. Uh, yeah, but, but $25. I mean, and speaking Hey, speaking of, uh, I don't know what dollars are, but speaking of uh, monetary denominations of, uh, of things, like especially dollary dues, you can buy our merch if you wish. We sell t-shirts, hey. hoodies and stuff. Uh, if you're on the Tweety or, or whatever, you, you'll see a, a link for the show on at NeverOpenPod on the Tweety. And uh, click on that tweet and the link for our teespring store will pop up so click on that if you wish and uh buy some stuff it helps us out if you want um but or not like it's gonna be free regardless like i guess so yeah like man i suck at advertising anyway uh speaking of ways to contact us there was one on the tweety at never open pod i'm i'm there individually uh, at grumpy 2eb and so is mr guy at drusen for tweets and you can send us uh, written emails or voice emails at uh, neveropenpod at gmail.com. So, yay! I, I managed to remember it pretty well this time. Oh, the last time I remembered it pretty well, according to everyone, but, you know, not, not everyone knows that uh, uh, we did last week's episode twice. And in that missing episode that no one will ever hear, uh, I think... <laughs> we heard I think yeah, we heard it. I think uh, I think I pimped all that stuff out maybe in the halfway point of the show. <laughs> yeah. Like um, well, we're all out of order too because I was ready to go into the like show, you know, the first show here, and you know, you're like you want to do the emails, but I I'm jumping the gun here, so I mean uh, I'm the one in the wrong. I don't know what's happening. Hey, we can always jump into uh, one of our shows here. Hang on a sec. Right. Yeah, there it is. Well, yeah, we can always jump into Power Struggle, Road to Power Struggle Night 1, and then go on to uh, our uh, uh, Mr. Ian's Strong Review. Or, I don't care. It's all good. Let's do that later. Let's do this uh, Power Struggle show, this first one, um, where right. we have Ishimori, Ishimori on commentary. And he's got, like, uh, braids in his hair, uh, but it's like he knows he's in Suzuki Goon, which is babyface. So he knows he can't go full braids. So he's only got half of his head braided. You know, you go full <laughs> braids, then that's Tanahashi heel. You know, you can't do yeah, that. Yeah, you can't do that. Hell no. But uh, here we go. We're starting off with uh, Wato, Master Wato, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Hiroshi okay. Tenzin versus Rio Hayawa, Tiger Mask, and Robbie Eagles, the Flying Tigers. And... We see our first ass bumps in a while, which is which is nice. A lot of my reviews for these matches are short, everyone. They're, they're pretty much your standard tag team preview kind of matches. No, they're not awful by any stretch. They're fun, quite a lot of them. But, uh, you know, it is what it is. Shut up. Uh, 
Now, uh, Wato does chop Iwa up a bit, so uh, you know how you know how Hiromu is that that trend-setting wrestler that everyone sees him doing stuff, and they're like, "Oh, we should do that in our matches." You know, like when Dragon Lee and him just chopped each other for five minutes. Yeah. Well. I guess he set a precedent with uh, chopping the shit out of young lions because, like, Wato's like, I can do that too. Chop, 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 chop. Well, I hope Wato doesn't, you know, do everything that Hiromu (laughs) tries tries to do everything because Hiromu can barely do all the shit that he does. So Wato Wato will kill himself trying to, you know, fucking jump off the apron and shit. (laughs) Yes, he would. And I I do also notice in this match that Tenzan runs a little worse than Tanahashi. So... There you go. There is that. He's got which... that trick foot. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> you can see, like, sometimes if you look at Watto, he's on the outside. He's watching, you know, Tenzan wrestle. He's pretending to like it. But you see this kind of sneer a little bit, and he's looking right at Tenzan's foot. It freaks him out. He told us. And of, <laughs> and of course, we end with a brab on Rio Iwa by Master Watto. Yes. Um, This match has a weird thing going on where we have, like, Taguchi's gear matches Robbie Eagles and Tiger Mask smashes Watto. And my head was like, like I was like, ouch! <laughs> like this, like watching this match gave me a headache. But it was, this is fun, you know. It's good to see Robbie Eagles back. He's good at the wrestling, and Master Watto is one of my favorite guys. So I'm glad he was there. Tiger Mask looking pretty good here, you know. And he's also not playing like Taguchi's trying to joke around and stuff. And Tiger Mask kicks him in the stomach so hard. Taguchi has to sell comically for like five minutes. So that was, that was... <laughs> yeah, but, uh, I, I'm really liking the build up for the next title match. Of course I would, because it's uh, uh, Kosai Fujita and the Chaos Lads. That's uh, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii and Yoshihashi versus my boys. It's the House of Torture, which is uh, Dick Togo, uh, Show, Yujiro, I guess, every rose has its thorn and evil but uh that's pretty cool that means like peter's also in the house of torture yeah yeah yeah. that's pretty cool that's a good faction i like it and of course vegeta everyone knows vegeta's losing you see this lineup you're like oh yeah vegeta's getting his ass kicked here but he runs i think he beats usain bolt's like uh, 100 meter sprint here he runs out so fast wow he's uh he's he's dying to lose tonight and uh <laughs> And Fujita, Paul Fujita gets uh, quite the lesson tonight. He gets uh, to learn how to get his ass kicked by cheating assholes. I guess that's pretty cool. Like, yeah, he, man. Because uh, this is so adorable, he gets his first chair shot to the head. And, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and of course, Evil's got to have his turn of chopping young lions, so he chops the hell out of the poor dude. There's like uh, some really fun team stuff from both sides. I, I, I'm pretty, I'm pretty amped up for this. Uh, Ishii. Of course, in all of these uh, six-man never-open feuds, uh, he sees the other team. He's like, all right, which one's going to be my punching bag? Ah, it's Show. You're my punching bag for this uh, for this feud. <laughs> so uh, he's got tunnel vision for Show, Show, and only Show, which is awesome. I love that about Ishii. Uh, but uh, eventually Show taps out Fujita, and, uh, <laughs> and that's after the young line. Takes his first chair shot, so he gets a sheet to beat Young Lions. That's, that's lovely. Yes, the the Young Lions dead after this too. He's like, he's his head is caved in and he has a broken neck, which is unfortunate. 
But, you know, <laughs> we we know that evil, he loves his partners. He loves, uh, you know, kitty cats. He loves shoulder pads that are for questionable uh, yep. reasons uh, for the existing. And uh, he also loves, we know, the thing that he loves the most in life is the six man never titles so like i mean he cares so much about them at one time he was like i don't care about these and like threw them in the mud or something and like bushy picked his up and was like sad and walked away um but uh yes he challenges uh the uh the fucking chaos dorks for the uh six man titles after this after he does you know i mean it, it's for again this is the third fucking time so they gotta win it this time right you know, how, <laughs> you, know you know how there's like you get these kind of douchebags that only want things because you have it and then when they have it they don't want it anymore yes yes yeah. that sounds like something someone evil would do so Ooh. yes it's oh sorry was it jeffy headphones or something yes i'm i won't do that every time i promise but no, uh, that's funny. I, so and, there's a character. Yeah, go ahead. I'm sorry, Luke. Everyone kind of forgets too that for like uh, a couple of days that it wasn't evil double champ. It was evil triple champ. That's right. And then he was also like, "That's too much gold for me to carry. Can I unify these belts, please?" And New Japan was like, "No, you're too much of a heel for that. Uh, you have to give one of these belts up, and then uh, eventually Ibushi's going to unify them." But yes, there was a due to what. Uh, well, only baby faces unify titles in yeah. New Japan. Um, but uh, there's this character from Kids in the Hall, and it's this guy, and I can't remember his name. It's like Mordecai or something. And basically, he's like a nerd that lives in his basement but thinks that he's evil. So he has a TV <laughs> show. Yeah. He, it's it's a lot like the Dan Housen character, if you've seen that guy. He has a TV show, and basically, like, he, he it's like a talk show, but he talks about the evil things he's done. And it's like things like, you know, he's like, uh, I held the door open for an old lady and then shut it as soon as she walked right, you know, as soon as she tried to go to the door. Evil! And they just yell evil and, like, celebrate the fact that it's evil. It's a really <laughs> funny skit. And uh, I just wanted to say that those words. So um, check that out. It's fine. I think it's Mordecai. I don't have to look it up. I've seen bits and pieces of that show, and I've liked what I've seen. Charity loves it. So uh, oh, it's tremendous. It might, show. might be um, might be time for a rewatch, I guess. Uh, it's it's rare that a sketch comedy show like doesn't like usually your sketch comedy shows like you know maybe like three quarters of the sketches are good but you get so many misses i mean man kids in the hall rarely miss they're, they're really good this sounds like something i heard on another podcast and then they had the temerity and cojones to disparage monty python and say most of that sucks and i'm just like well i watch that on pretty much the whole series uh, every year or two without fail and have since i was a little kid uh, so you're wrong and uh shut up <laughs> it's like <laughs> the same kind of it's the life. same kind of humor like what yeah how do you like one and not the other i don't get it but whatever they need to be part of that uh, fish slapping dance and uh i've got the fish so uh, the launch <laughs> <laughs> the launch yes indeed so uh, here we go. We got uh, Toriyano and Satoshi Kojima versus Toahana. Oh my God! It's Aaron Hanare. Sorry, Hanare. And, wow, uh, you fucked Okada. up. And uh, it's good to see Hanare back again. And it's also a shame this match because I know Yano almost never, ever, ever gets pinned. He's he's like he's fucking stronger than Okada and Kota Ibushi, yeah. I guess. Like this guy's got 
mega powers and, and yet they never give him title shots, which mega powers me a little bit, not too much, just a tiny bit. I know he's a comedy character, but seriously, at some point you've got to be like, uh, maybe we should give him a title shot. Anyway, uh, it just hurts my soul because like I see the lineup. How here. awesome would that be, by the way? That would be so awesome. If yeah. you, like what? Like if they have one of those like uh, dash gold dash deals, they should take the K- KOPW thing off him before that, and then have him in the gold dash thing. That'd be exciting. I'd love that. Yeah. People would people would hate it. Yeah, uh, I guess they. I guess they would. Like he wouldn't doesn't have to win the whole thing. Like he can get he can make him you know, maybe eliminate one of the big stars and then get knocked out and then go from there. But yes. Uh, I see this match uh, line up, and I'm like, oh, man, is Brett going to lose again? I don't want to see that, but but of course he is. He's, he's a generous man, and uh, he gets uh, eliminate, eliminated by uh, the greater Khan. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see Okan? He used the Mongolian chop to block the back end of death, which was pretty yeah. cool. I like that. That was pretty neat. Um, I am just coveting Okan's hat. But I think I figured out what it says on it, you know. Um, I think it says Great Ocon. That's what I think it says. Oh, there you go. Yes, uh, every time one or both of us or the whole never open thing asks for translations, uh, we we never get them. So, look, no, uh, what does Great Ocon's true. hat say? What other lyrics to Toriyano's music? I need them. We both do. It'll be for the show. The, first, the, the the whenever I find out what Toriano's music lyrics is, and trust me, everyone, there's lyrics you might not have noticed, but there's lots of lyrics. Uh, as soon as we find out what they are, uh, they're gonna be on the next episode of Never Open Podcast. Like we promise you, it will 100%. So god damn it, someone help us make that it means happen. it's definitely gonna happen. If we promise 100% something's gonna happen, yeah, it's gonna happen. Just like when just. Yeah, of course. Like just the time, those times we promised nothing but G1 talk. Always. We deliver. One hundred percent, man. Like you said, and I mean, I I've not been talking about Great Ape. I told people I wouldn't, and here we are. You know, yeah. and I would never break that rule, the rule that I made myself about not talking about Great Ape and how great he is, and how like we were having all kinds of fun Great Ape like Twitter stuff going on this week. But yeah, oh whatever. man. Yeah, Twitter was uh, was quite fun. Yeah, so uh, it usually is. Uh, the, just like I didn't think anyone would be up for these three shows, so it was a bonus for me that you were up for for two of the three, and I had other people uh, around for the other all three shows and stuff. So I was just like, these are just like preview tag shows. I don't know if anyone will be on to Tweety, but yeah, there were some people on. So cheers. But yeah, here we go. We've got uh, Yuji Nagata and Hiroshi Tanahashi versus Gato and Kenta. And, uh, you know, we've got uh, Kenta with Tanahashi's gold because he nicked it at the end of the G1 final. And, like, uh, Kenta likes to steal people's shit, and he gets really possessive. Like, he's, he'll steal your stuff, and then he'll be like, no, that's mine for life now. Don't don't even look at it. Don't try <laughs> to get it back. It's mine. Uh, I stole it fair and square. <laughs> uh, Nagata's a little low energy. Uh, that's all right. Uh, some, some of his kicks are a little soft or not on target, but eh, I don't give a shit about too much. It's fine. Uh, I, I cared enough to mention it, though, uh, so I guess I am an asshole. But uh, Gato tries to use brass knocks. That's not going to happen. Tanahashi threatens to use them. 
And uh, I bet he would have used them if he was wrestling. Tai Chi would have used them on Tai Chi's ribs for sure. Uh, but uh, no, he doesn't use the brass knucks, but he does put Gato in a JTO, which makes me go, yay, JTO. Oh, I miss. I miss Jay White. But, uh, <laughs> and Abe. So Kenta gives the title to Abe to look after. And after the match, Abe just gives it back to Kenta. Like, here you go. <laughs> he doesn't want none of that. Yeah. You know? Damn, man. Kenta, fuck him up. <laughs> He would, man. Yeah. Um. Yeah, I liked. Uh, I liked that uh, Gato was wearing the that really cool Jay White shirt, and he's like, "Yeah, that's right. Fuck you." Um. There was also the thing where like Gato was tapping out to the Nagata lock, but he wasn't legal. Um, which was interesting. <laughs> that was funny. Um. Yeah. I don't know, man. I don't have a lot to say about this stuff. You know, this is fine and yeah. everything. I, I like yep. Kenta. I like Gato uh, being awesome. Gato is really funny in the match from this morning. Uh, but, it, you know, it's this is a match that happened. And the story is that Kenta's like, this is my title now because I possess it. And you know that possession is nine-tenths of the law. So, right? Because that's a thing. Oh, of course. Uh it's it's an international law as well. Uh, everybody knows exactly that. nine tenths. Even yeah, people exactly who don't know tenths. any laws know that law. So I guess they uh-huh. do know some laws. I know at least one. But everyone knows that, of course, of course. And we have next we have uh, Tomaki Homa, Togi Makabe, that's GBH, and Kazuchika Okada versus Jado and uh, Tongaloa and Tamatonga, the Gorillas of Destiny. Now, this is the you know. There's some of this in the in the backstage comments and uh, interviews after the G1, et cetera, et cetera. But I thought I'd mention it here because, uh, I don't know, man, Carter must listen to this show and be like, Luke doesn't like me? Like, why? He's going to oh, win you over, man. I know how to do that. Uh, <laughs> I'll put on an awesome match of the G1 uh, against Cobb. Yep, you, you sure did. I'll put on an awesome match against the Bushi, even though I got cut short. It was, it was getting pretty fucking awesome. And uh, you know what? I know another way. Uh, briefcase? No, I won't need the briefcase. I'll just come out with the old IWGP <laughs> title. <laughs> and I'm just like, uh, who is this man, Nakata? I love him. <laughs> it's so funny. And he What's was called, he's bastard? called himself, he's called himself like the G1 champion. Like, yeah. <laughs> hey, funny. he did win the G1. So I, I guess that's true. Uh, he comes, yep. So, rather than a briefcase, uh, he's just like, "Don't worry, New Japan. You don't have to waste your budget on that, uh, but you do have to uh, get me a IWGP Heavyweight Title." So, uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's a difference in price, but uh, <laughs> man, it's awesome. Uh, I'm I'm down for this that storyline. That storyline is obviously going to lead to something towards uh, Wrestle Kingdom and all that kind of stuff. I don't, we don't know, of course, we don't know everything about what it is or anything like that yet, but I don't know, this is the start of it, and uh, I'm interested, you've got me, so let's see where it goes. Maccabi, of course, has lots of tape because of all the recent uh, hamburgers that were, uh, he ate too fast. <laughs> Man, he maybe, maybe had, maybe, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe uh, he had to run to the toilet and did his back or something. I don't know, man. 
and, and when I say burgers, he's been eating. He's not out of shape, everyone. Like he's 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 in good normal macabre shape. I'm not ragging on that, but uh, but yeah, well, what's the deal with what's the deal with all this tape? Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know, somebody tell me because I'd like to know. <laughs> and uh, of course, uh, after all that, uh, Tamatonga of course pins uh, Tomoaki Honma. Oh, it's yeah. good to see Hanma back, isn't it? Yep. Yeah, yeah, he does. It's it's awesome. As he feeds his chest to guys, he feeds his head to guys too. So like, you know, in wrestling, preparing or letting the other guy know that you want to take a move is is called feeding. Sometimes that just means standing there. Sometimes it means running towards them. You know, like when. Cobb needs to hit the tour of the islands. The guy feeds into him, hits it, or he shoots him into the rope. So the guy has to feed into him. But like um, Hanma feeds himself really well for a guy who can't move at all. <laughs> He's just like, like watch him take chops. He like sticks his chest out and like, I don't know. He's got good form for stuff like that. I, I, I feel like. I like I, I like that too. I feel like, uh, yeah, he's at the tail end of his career. Can he do what he used to? No, but uh, the, these are things he can do, and what he does, no, can what he can still do, he does pretty well. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And I don't mind. Can't can't bump and feed, but he can feed, so he yep. does pretty good. But uh, I really enjoyed seeing him, and I laughed the whole time because uh, you know Makave and his tape, and that's just the funniest thing of all. Time, so. <laughs> oh my god. How low does the tape go? Because his trunks come up pretty high. Like, oh does it cover God. part of his butt? Like, is it like, does he have to like tape his balls in as well? Like, what's going on? <laughs> does he call them grape apes? I mean, I, <laughs> I want to know. I want to know. <laughs> oh my God. Also, if you're the unchained gorilla, why do you wear a chain to the ring? Anyway, because uh, he we broke go. the chain. Broken chains. He broke them, and he's bringing them with him as a symbol of his freedom. It's not I, his character at all. <laughs> okay. uh, no, he just looks like a big angry man who wants to beat you up. And when he, <laughs> he gets goes, you in the corner too, he will go, oh, ha, ha, ha. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I actually love that, by the way. It's the same laugh every time. It's adorable. I, I, yeah. Anyway, we've got uh, Los Angobernables, De Bon, all of them. So uh, Bushi, Sonata, Hiromu Takahashi, yeah. and should go to Kagi, all of them except uh, the injured one. There's always an injured one. Yeah. At least there isn't two injured ones, but um, never. <laughs> Doki, yes, Doki, yeah! Doki. And he's not going to do much in this match. Doki, you should know maybe Calamarco, El Desperado, and Zack Sabre Jr. I was happy to see Doki back, and he's out in five minutes. Oh, because this is one of those elimination-style uh, uh, big tag matches, which are a lot of fun. But, uh, you know, I don't write down elimination orders or anything like that. And <laughs> uh, Hiromu has one of the ugliest looks that, that he'll rectify in the next two nights. I'll, I'm digging the shorts and the sneakers look, but what's the, the granny panties underneath that? They're shorts? plastic shorts. He's wearing <laughs> plastic shorts. They're colorful and interesting. And we know that he'll change up his outfits all the time. I Listen. swear, Yujiro just uses the same jorts, and when he needs to jazz them up a bit, he gets someone to just get a marker out and just go, do, 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 do. Is that good enough, Mr. Yujiro? He's like, it's pimp Yujiro to you, mister. Sorry, pimp Luke. Plastic jorts, by any other name, are still 
plastic jorts. <laughs> uh, well, they still look colorful and cool and very heroic. By the way, um, Charity was saying like uh, uh, Pimpy is the, the worst pimp ever because he's the only pimp you can think of where uh, you look at Peter and you just like, there's no way she listens to him about anything ever. He's He's paying her. It's yeah. supposed to be the other way around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so yeah, this is this is good stuff. It's uh, Suzuki Goon versus uh, Lij, and one of my favorite kind of tag team combinations. And you know, if you do six or eight man tags, uh, two of the best teams to go at it against each other is Lij and Suzuki Goon. This is no exception. I do miss a bit of Tai Chi, so maybe they're giving him a, a bit of a rest after his G1 because. Uh, yeah, they didn't say he was injured, but you know, it, maybe it wasn't just selling the ribs. Maybe he was a little hurt. So yeah, uh, good move there. Yep. So uh, and he doesn't have a big match coming up at the moment because Zack Sabre Jr. is busy with a, a heavyweight title match. But yeah, the solid stuff. Uh, Zach makes me happy because I'm pretty sure he eliminated Sonata near the end. So that makes yeah, me yeah. happy as a, a pig and shit because uh, that's awesome. So yeah, thank you, Zack Sabre Jr. Thank you so much. <laughs> yeah, I have the eliminations. Um, uh, my my notes are like, Dookie's back, man. Hiromu has black plastic jorts on. Uh, tremendous pro wrestling from the champ and the challenger. They like fucking did their shit, right? Yeah. And pump, pumping bomber on Dookie. Oh, he's done. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> Zack Sabre Jr. eliminates Shingo by like choking him over the ropes, which is pretty cool. I uh, like that. Uh, Hiromu throws Kanemaru out. Then Desperado low blows Hiromu Canadian style. That's through the ropes, a low blow. So that means somebody was through the ropes there and throws <laughs> him out. O'Connor roll on Desperado from Sonata. And then Zack Sabre Jr. eliminates Sonata. And Zack Sabre Jr. makes Bushi give up for the win. Yeah, that's always nice. Solid show. Like, it was nice. I guess it was it, it was, was entertaining. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Uh, did we anything major or eventful happen? No. No. The most event most eventful thing for me was like Carter's got that belt. <gasps> I love him. Yeah, now. that's cool. I'm such a fickle son of a bitch, but that's okay. Uh, <laughs> should we go? I, to, I for- uh, yeah. Well, hang on one second. I so I forgot to talk about this at the top, but like we had heard recently. Uh, the update about Ibushi, and then also they had talked about um, in one of these press conferences that they're going to be having more matches per show, but that doesn't seem to be translating into a longer show necessarily, so that's interesting, because these shows were all still about two and a half hours or less, and uh, they had more, uh, you know, more matches a little bit, so that's cool. We'll get some more guys paid. I just wanted to mention that, but yes, I'm ready to move on to Night 2 or Strong. Let's do, let's do strong. I like that too. So I, I thought, oh, was, why is there seven matches? Like, what the fuck? Or six or whatever. Like, however many it was. Oh, man, this is going to. But no, you're right. Move the steady clip and hey, more people got paid. Yeah, man. So, yes, let's start. Do this strong. I don't know why I'm doing bad as Sly. Sly? Bad Sly? Oh my god, I'm so... See, that's how bad my Sylvester Stallone is. It sounds like really bad Arnold Schwarzenegger. (laughs) (laughs) That's, uh... Yeah, I... If if he dies, Um, he dies. Oh, sorry, that's Dolph Lundgren. 
I mean, yeah, I don't know. Um, okay, so there's this guy. His name's Ian. He's awesome. Yep. And he reviews Strong Force, so we don't have to. He is the Jesus Christ of the Never Open podcast, and we love him. So uh, we are going to throw in right here the audio for Ian Strong Review for the episode of Strong from October. Mm-hmm. 23rd. Hi, Luke Kanandi. This is Ian with another New Japan Strong Review. We've got another bumper card this week. A 90-minute show with 51 minutes and 45 seconds of wrestling. Or to put it another way, two and a half Smackdowns. Kozlov and Ray Waltz start out by teasing that Osprey has a tag match later with a mystery partner, but then let all the air out of the ball by speculating it might be newly signed United Empire member TJP. So that means it can't be TJP, can it? I mean, they wouldn't purposefully ruin their own surprise like that, right? First up, we have a 10-man tag match where Kevin Knight, the DKC, Ren Narita, Alex Coughlin, and Ryosuke Toguchi face off against Fred Yehai, Wheeler Yuta, Will Alday, David Finlay, and Brogan Finlay. That's Brogan Finlay, the 18-year-old brother of David Finlay, making his wrestling debut. This is a super fun multi-man match where a lot of moving parts come together. Wheeler Yuta and Kevin Knight start off and have complementary athletic technical styles, but the match really kicks up a gear when Will Alday and Alex Coughlin tag in. Alday is pretty good in a we-have-Adam-Cole-at-home way, but Coughlin is increasingly the best part of Strong, as he's an absolute beast. At one point, he stacks up Wheeler Yuta and Will Alday and hits an incredible double deadlift suplex. The rest of the match is good, and Taguchi indulges in some butt-based offense, but the star of the match is really Coughlin. Brogan Finley does about two moves, but seems fine. And once again, that's Brogan Finley. Following this, Chris Bay and El Fantasmo face Robbie Eagles and Chris Dickinson. This is a fun tag match between a regular team of scumbags and a thrown-together version of one of my favorite things in wrestling, the Big and Little Team. Dickinson gets the crowd on his side by mocking El Fantasmo's general douchebaggery, and overall this is a good tag team match between two fun cheating jerks who deserve it and two guys very willing to hit them, but it's not really very important. Post-match, we get a backstage interview with Robbie Eagles, which gets interrupted when a dickhead from Essex just walks straight through the frame being disrespectful. If that sets up an Eagles-Osprey match later on, that could be fun, providing Eagles doesn't do anything like teleport back to Japan or anything. In our third match, Carl Fredericks and Clark Connors face Will Ospreay and a mystery partner. Who will it be? A new United Empire member for the double surprise, or just... Oh, it's TJP again. Making this about the most underwhelming thing they can do. Having said that, it's not a bad match. Fredericks and Osprey have chemistry together, TJP has a bag of sneaky tricks, and it's the expected conflict of straight arrows versus crooked bastards. The only real disappointment here is that Clark Connors just sort of fades into the background. He's a good wrestler, but compared to how much someone like Alex Coughlin has come along in terms of personality, he's sort of just there. TJP wins with a dirty roll-up after an exposed turnbuckle spot, and the Empire start beating up Connors and the Fredericks in the ring, only for the rest of the LA Dojo to come out for the save. 
it's not really a great visual, as the faces outnumber the heels three to one, and the crowd aren't really fond of it either. This whole match felt a bit like a missed opportunity. Commentary so far has been mostly ignorable, but as we're getting towards the main event, it starts getting a bit weird. Kozlov accuses Clark Connors of being too attached to the dojo, like a kid with his mother, at which point Raywalt says, enough with the pet references, and I just, I don't know what that means. Anyway, main event time. Juice Robinson versus Hikaleo in a Texas bull rope match, and it's a pretty good fun match. It's aggressive, it has some nice 80s territory moments, and it goes just a bit too heavy on the unprotected weapon shots to the head. Like, I know Juice isn't really dealing with a full deck at this point, but let's not discard any cards we don't have to. From a technical standpoint, Hikaleo isn't the best wrestler in the world, I know that comes as a shock to you, but he is big and strong and rangy and willing to take stupid bumps and do stupid stuff, which makes him ideal for this sort of garbage hardcore match. At one point, the crowd start chanting, this is silly, and they're right, but that's fine. At one point, they even do my favourite thing you can do in a plunder-laden hardcore match, Hikaleo gets a trash can shoved over his head, and then Juice starts hitting the trash can with things, including the cowbell, so we get a lot of big donk sounds that do absolutely nothing to the guy inside, but they sound like they should, so that's fine. We finish up with Juice choking Hikaleo out with the bull rope. Juice looks strong for winning, and Hikaleo doesn't have to be pinned or tap, which is a good way of putting this feud to bed. This show started well, and ended well, but was a bit of nothing in between. The United Empire match had storytelling problems, and the Bullet Club match was okay, but not really much of anything, but I got a good 45 minutes of enjoyment from my 90-minute show, which is way more than two and a half Smackdowns. Thanks, guys, and until next time, keep it strong. So, I don't know if you realise this, Mr. Andy, but... uh, uh... I saw it written by uh, Ian on uh, the SWF Facebook page that uh, SmackDown had in its first hour like less than 20 minutes of wrestling, uh, mm-hmm. or, or or in the whole show it had something like that in the whole show. Whereas like Rampage, which was on almost around the same time, uh, it was an hour-long show which had like. 40 minutes of wrestling or something crazy like that. So, yeah, that's what he means with the SmackDown reference, in case you didn't know. But, uh... <laughs> well, I uh, appreciate the uh, the lovely writing and the book ending. I mean, that was yeah. wonderful. He started with the SmackDown reference. He ended with the SmackDown reference and tied it up with a nice little bow. All right. So, Mr. Andy, if you had to... If I was to ask you right now... Who do you think, uh, just from a strong perspective, not all of wrestling, but just from a strong perspective, who would you say Ian's favorite uh, strong wrestler is? Oh, man, that's tough. No, nah, it's, it's okay. It's he loves Alex Coughlin. He loves yeah. that dude, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, no, you got, that, you, you got it. That's the one? Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. And I see gifts of, uh, of Coughlin. Alex all the time on the uh, on the Tweety, and every time I see him, he's doing some crazy feat of strength that I'm just like, well, when I get when I get to see him more when he's not on strong and probably you know in, in New Japan proper or something like that, I'm gonna really like this guy too. So uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah like, 
one day I'll like this guy, but not yeah. right now. <laughs> because he's on a show I don't watch. Exactly. But uh, no, I also, Brogan sounds too much like Bogan, which is uh, Aussie uh, white trash or uh, English uh, for, for Chav or Australian. You know, Chav would be the English equivalent, I guess. Uh, yeah, so it sounds too much like that. I don't know what bro Brogan. What do you think? Bro? Yeah, yeah, that's not a good name. I don't, I don't like the word bro. Period. I hate that it's com- It's like most commonly said to me uh, when I see it is between people who hate each other that want to fight. Fuck you, bro. I'm not. Fu- I won't fuck you, bro. I'm gonna fuck you up, bro. Like that's like common. You know, and uh, I don't use that word. So uh, putting a G-A-N on the end of it doesn't make it any better. No. Yeah, uh, you're in wrestling, Brogan. Your name could be anything you want. Uh, you know, the, the the guy who named him, his first name is Fit. Yeah. It's probably his real name. So, <laughs> hey, man, I love the Finleys. And if he's good, yeah, that's awesome. I, yep. you know, if you guys have never watched this, I don't know which WCW pay-per-view it's on, but the, it, maybe it's a nitro. This happened three or four times, but there's one in particular. There's just one of the most violent matches you will ever see, period. I don't care in any promotion. And it's Fit Finley versus William Regal. Oh, uh, shit. And, and it is, it's a like uh, parking lot brawl. And, and like William Regal punches out a window that's not gimmicked, you know, and like shit like that's going on. It was one of those matches, too, where someone was getting surgery after it, so they knew they were going to be off for a while, and so they just went hard, and, like, some dude, one of them broke their hand, like, they're missing teeth. It's fucking awesome. All right, I'm going to have to hunt that down. That sounds yeah. super fucking rad. I like both guys a lot. I like um, uh, uh, Steve uh, Regal in WCW makes me laugh. Remember that, like, just, I didn't know it at the time, but, Having heard about it afterwards, the whole story behind the Goldberg match is just, just hilarious. Uh, <laughs> it's just like, oh well, yeah. You you put a pro like that in front of somebody who doesn't know what they're doing, and uh, it was like Sonata wrestling rings around Honmo, but worse. But uh, yeah, especially since I think Goldberg was either the champion or going for the title at the time, maybe something. Like that. <laughs> it's fucking nuts. Oh, I love that. Okay, that I am funny. literally right now. Um, going to post that uh, that matches uh, to Twitter on our Twitter just with no comment, right. and I'll send well, it to you too. So thank you, sir. And while you do that, I will talk about uh, postal Japan's postal service night two uh, <laughs> with uh, Rioja Ilo versus Show, and I didn't catch what quite. Uh, what did this to Iwa, but uh, he gets punched and oh, hit or something, and he's bleeding from the mouth a bit. Yeah! Uh, Fuck you, young lion. Yeah. Bleed. <laughs> I'm kidding. I just think it's fun. Uh, yeah. Uh, show punishes him, by the way. And uh, he does this submission hold, so I'm um, just like, that's a cool move. I should remember what the name of this move is. So I go to the New Japan uh, website, check out results, and it just says ref stoppage. I'm like, motherfucker, come on! Anyway, uh, show pretty much... Uh, kicks his ass the whole time but uh he gets put in a brab at one point but that's pretty <laughs> much the only it, it, it's it's interesting like you can tell the difference between like uh rear high Iwa and koso vegeta as opposed to like uh near the end of their young line ship um yu Uramura and uh oh yodasuji yes uh because yes. 
of the just amounts of moves that they're allowed to do and just how much leeway they have and what they can do with the other wrestlers and what the other wrestlers will give them. Uh, so uh, I, uh, Iwa and Vegeta aren't being given too much. They're getting their asses kicked a lot. <laughs> yeah, man. Yeah, I don't I don't have much to add about this. Yeah. I like show. I like it. His his jacket is like it to me. It serves no purpose. It, it needs junior handlebars. It does. Maybe he's got them on there. We just can't see them. Um, but uh, they're, they're here. He's showing them on right now. Um, yeah. But uh, I just feel like that it serves no purpose other than looking cool or he thinks it looks cool. And that is one of the most ultimate <clears throat> heel gimmicks is was wearing a piece of clothing or some kind of device or something. Bring a gimmick with you that is is worthless and has no purpose other than what bizarre purpose you serve for See, it's like when hanare and, walks down the ramp and uh he's wearing sunglasses and and a bathrobe <laughs> it's a yeah. ba- it's a it's a plastic bathrobe it's a bathrobe made out of yujiro's old plastic shorts well i know aaron hanare i just know he's just uh you know ready to be the hitchhiker's guide uh, to the galaxy yeah i think he's ready buff. to be yeah, I think he wants to be in the Matrix sequels. That's what I think. <laughs> hey, as long as I get to see him do that um, Streets of Wage uh, Death Valley Driver finisher on on someone that in the movie, that'd be awesome. I hate it. I used to be really annoyed, right, when uh, I watched a movie with a wrestler in it, and I'm just like, The Rock's in this movie. Why isn't he doing The Rock Bottom? It's an action movie. Do The Rock Bottom. And it never does The Rock Bottom. So, yeah, it used to really bother me. Now it's just something stupid to be bothered by it. Hey Luke. Yeah. When The Rock was on uh, Star Trek Voyager, he uh, hit a rock bottom on seven of nine, and he also um, did the people's did. The, the people's eyebrow. So, yeah, and, <laughs> and that wasn't a sexual euphemism, you son of a bitch. But I mean, <laughs> that, that is funny. So, all right. All right. Next? So yes, it's a uh, Kosai Vegeta and Ryu Kitaguchi versus Hiromu Takahashi and Bushi, dude. Uh this is kind of teased at the end of the, the, the in the G1 final show, and it's something that they're continuing these two. And I am fucking loving it. Hiromu and Taguchi want to play Mongolian chops, and <laughs> they, they oh, taunt my. each other with Mongolian chops. They, they 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 keep trying to show each other. No, this is how you do them. No, this is how you do them. This is how you block them. No, this is how you block them. I'm gonna do it to you. No, no, I'm not. I'm not I'm gonna do it to you. No, I'm not. That story is blowing my mind with how just dumb and awesome it is at the same time. Uh, and I just like that. Like, I, I know Hiromi can be playful and stuff, but I, li- I like him uh, bouncing off to Gucci like this. This is fucking fun shit. And, you know, Bushi's in purple, which is a little weird. So uh, Makabe should be coming out to beat him up. Or maybe that's why Makabe's in taped up, because Bushi's like, fuck you, I'm wearing purple, and kicked his ass. It, it hurt his feelings so bad he had to put tape on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Bushi's in purple and brabbing Fujita. And uh, Hiromu talks to Gucci at the end as well. <laughs> at the beginning of this match, Hiromu, when he comes out, he has these little tiny bottles of like eye drops or something, and, and he has them up his nose. And then, um, you know, Bushi is representing Grape Ape, which is cool. You know, fucking Grape Ape rules. And yeah. uh, 
you know, this match does feature the comedy stylings of Hiromu and, Ta- and Taguchi, and they're fantastic. I even like it better on the next night because, I mean, they go yes. fucking so funny the next night. But, yes, these guys are so great. Uh, Hiromu is also, uh, again, wearing the plastic shorts. And, um, yeah, Bushi wins. I, I I thought this was fun, and mostly I just want to see Hiromu and, and Taguchi just do that, do their weird shit. It's awesome. I... Uh, they both better be in the best of Super Juniors, and they both better oh, yeah. bring Absolutely. all this stuff out in their match. I can't wait. It's gonna be awesome. This is what they're doing, Luke. Yes, yeah, they're, te- they're, they're teasing a lot of these stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's. Uh, I am there for it. So next up, we got Togi Makabe and Toriyani versus Toh. I nearly said Toh Hanara again. I'm sorry, Hanara. You've been gone for a while. Uh, if you hadn't been gone for a while, and I know it's not your fault. I'm pretty sure. It's travel some stuff. Uh, if you had been here this whole time, uh, Aaron would have been drummed into my head by now. Uh, unfortunately, Aaron. it hasn't. So sorry, Mr. Hanare. Uh, but it's Aaron Hanare and the Great Okan. And uh, <laughs> I'm part of this match makes me laugh. Hanare gets up into Makabe's face. It's like, fuck you, man. And then runs to the ropes and gets tripped over by Yano. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it made me laugh so much, but it did. Uh, but uh, see, all right. Everyone likes the, the tag team of Okan on the Cobb, and it's a good tag team, except for one thing that annoys me about it, and that's only Cobb may win. Only I may dance. And that gets annoying after a while. Already, we're seeing on night two, we've seen night one, Okan gets the win. On night two, Streets of Rage on Makabe, on Makabe and Toa Hanare gets the win. I'm like, yes! Make both you guys look strong. I mean, come on. Yes. <laughs> you can still make Cobb look like a beast, like suplex. He's got a million suplexes. Like, he doesn't need to – I've beaten that horse before. But, yes, I really liked that. And uh, his Streets of Rage move is some kind of modified Death Valley driver. And I love Death Valley drivers, so I love that move. And by extension, Aaron Hanare is amazing. Yeah, it's a shame Makabe's he's still recovering from that injury to his pride and uh it's it's a lot of tape, you know. Um but uh Hinare <laughs> at some point he kind of has some words with Makabe and I heard them and he said that Makabe isn't a real great ape fan. And uh in the kind of aftermath of that on Twitter Ian um, of the Strong Reviews is appointed official Grape Ape researcher for the podcast, and that is on his uh, Twitter uh, uh, um, guy thing, um, his Twitter bio, like he's the Young Bucks. And he also, we found out something about Ian. He may not be okay. He uses light mode on Twitter. So that's terrifying. That is terrifying. Out my eyes. Like I can't use light mode on the on the tweet either. No, I'm I'm a little worried about him. You know, I hope he's okay. Yeah. Uh, look, uh, Mr. Ian, uh, we're worried about you. Uh, if you need your eyes tested at all, uh, we recommend that you do that. Get those eye drops that Hiromu was. Uh, yeah. You had. Those are those Someone are good to- for your eyes. Pretty sure you could buy that on the Tokan shop uh, alongside uh, Ryusuke Taguchi's uh, 69 underwears. <laughs> they still don't Ian's, sell those it breaks my heart oh yes ian's uh his twitter bio says writer librarian oaf period great vape researcher for never open pot <laughs> <laughs> it's important that we have uh research just as this he came out with a fucking deep cut too which was like a 
uh, grape ape burger of some kind. Do you want to hear our uh, our here's our Twitter bio? Um, a podcast by Grumpy Two EB and Drewster tweets all about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Find us on a podcast app. Grape ape research provided by uh, T A. It's at T H E A N G E L uh r-e-m-i-e-l the angel remiel is remy i don't know how to pronounce it but that's uh his twitter so that's on that's on our twitter i've been trying to like pimp his twitter somehow but he can't be tagged in photos and that's usually how i kind of attach him to the episode but here's a way i can do it now so now it's on there so if you like politics check out ian's twitter (laughs) he tweets about a bit of everything but yeah yeah he's still a good follow so yeah he's he's smart and funny so Sometimes I see some of his tweets and I'm just like, I know he's making some kind of really smart point here, but it's that's gone I, way over my head. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what it is, but it, it is. sure is smart and funny, I'm sure. So. But it might be because it's like English stuff as well. So, you know, who knows? Well, I mean, the guy is a grape ape scholar. I mean, yeah. fuck it. A, a grape ape rope he- scholar. You got it. Heavy duty. Man, there's got to be a joke in there somewhere, like some grape fine scholar i don't know anyway yeah. what was it wrestling we were talking about okay yes yeah, so we got tomoraki homa and satoshi kojima is that right i think yeah yeah oh my god yeah something happens fucking makes me laugh uh, versus shingo takagi and uh sonata right so we have this amazingly funny spot where red red man's doing his peck thing and right behind him you see honma do the peck thing too and <laughs> It's fucking hilarious. I just... <laughs> and look, I can't talk. I can't even move mine. So, you know, giant I fuck you yeah. to me. So uh, well done, Hummer. Uh, you know, uh, at least you can move yours. I can't do that at all. Shingo does like machine gun chops, which is fun, but then gets machine gun chopped himself. <laughs> and I like seeing Shingo interact with the dads. It's, it's a good time. Uh, he, he mixes well with them. He can he can he can go at a slower speed and he's, still make it work he's with the dad dads. adjacent kind of. He you know, he's definitely like dad adjacent. Yeah, he knows he's wrestling the dads and he's gonna have a good time. Uh, but then um, you know. Sonata taps out Honma, and I want to cry because uh, Sonata sucks. And then um, I got the translation from Mr. Charlton, who's uh, 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 at Reason JP. He's one of the commentators, everyone, for for the English side. And uh, if he's not doing commentary, he's watching the shows. So uh, if someone does a promo or just says something to the camera for a quick second or something like that, or if the Japanese commentating team says something funny, he will translate that for everyone and put it on uh, the Tweety. So follow him. But, yeah, he's the, uh, Shingo says something and um, to the effect of uh, this is the only IWGP title, which isn't true. I mean, the tag titles, the junior title, the tag, yeah. But I don't know what he means. You know. Hey, Akata has the belt I like more, but Shingo's my champ. He's my champ. Damn right. That's true. That's true. Yeah, I, I don't have much to add about this, except that um, New Japan Global, it's always like kind of a little game when we're on Twitter. Can we get New Japan Global to retweet or tweet? And usually if you say something like, I am a fan of New Japan, hashtag whatever the hashtag of the show is, they'll retweet the shit out of something like that. That's just yeah. generic. And it's like, I like Sonata. He is my friend. He is. And they'll tweet that or they'll retweet that. But I, so it's always fun to kind of try to get them to do that with something different. And this time, 
I just said that I, I put on there that Shing or um, uh, Mr. Bread and uh, Hanma, their team is known as Bread and Head, and they retweeted that. Yes. And I thought that was really funny. And I can imagine <laughs> them laughing, being like, oh, those never open guys. They are so funny. They swear in their tweets too much, though, so I can't, can't see them. <laughs> I mean. Oh, all right, I do. Yeah. So can Aaron Hanare. Fuck you, man. <laughs> yes, he says motherfucker all the time. It's great. <laughs> oh, man. Tamatonga's got a potty mouth. Is like, you know, it's like, uh, here we go. We got uh, Master Wato, Hiroshi Tenzin, and the Flying Tigers. That's Robbie Eagles. And Tiger Mask versus Doki, El Desperado, Kanemaru, and Zack Sabre Jr. Uh, you know, Chompy is a bit, a bit chomping a bit in this one, getting in everyone's faces. <laughs> And he is just my favorite referee in wrestling. Like, I, and I think that's probably the big reason I rag on him the most because I pay the most attention to him and what he does. And you've got to have a thick skin to be any form of referee, but you have to have a certain mentality to be a New Japan referee because to be a New Japan pro wrestling referee will mean to be made to look like a fucking idiot every <laughs> night of your career. So if you can handle that, you're going to have a great time. You're going to be good at your job. And uh, that's what Mario Asami is. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he's awesome. He's, he's, he's chomping. Yeah, people hate. Man, that's going to be they a number. It's going to be like a – you should come out with a chumpy T-shirt, dude. Uh, <laughs> what's a chumpy wow. T-shirt? Wow. Mm. Uh, I'd wear one. But uh, now I thought – I saw the – I saw the uh, – the look, uh, the lineup of the things, and I was just like, all right, <sighs> Doki's losing, obviously. And then, uh, you know, I was wrong. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're booking the number one contender to look pretty awesome, which is something you, you should do. So, uh, you know, I'm looking at it. I'm like, all right, so he's going to tap Wato out there. No. Nope. Uh, Zack Sabre Jr. taps out Hiroshi Tenzan. So that's <laughs> pretty damn good. He, yeah, he just tapped out a former – former champion, so, and he's coming for the current one. So I thought that was really nice. It's uh, it's easy to get heat by beating up Tiger Mask. And that's kind of, yeah. you know, like for Suzuki Goon's like, you know, default heels in this match. There's like, beat up Tiger Mask. And everyone's like, boo! You know? Um, so you always <laughs> say that. I mean, like, there's never a time where someone's beating up Tiger Mask and you're like, oh, awesome. You're always like, fuck! Can't do that. Um, <laughs> so, <laughs> yes. I don't know if you noticed this, but like Yano is on commentary for this match and he is in a very nice shirt. Just a very nice button up shirt. And he just looks like he is in his Sunday best, you know. So it's great. <laughs> um, I, I have a joke written in my notes and I don't get it. So I'm not going to tell the joke. All right, fine. Uh, right. So then we go to the main event. Wow. It's a pretty solid freaking lineup, too. It's uh, it's one another one of those. Uh, Elimination style matches, but you got the Chaos Boys, uh, Hiroki Goto, Tomohiro Ishii, and Yoshihashi with Kazusuke Okada and Hiroshi Tanahashi. Holy shit! Versus uh, Kenta, Evil, Yajiro, and uh, Tamatonga and Tongalo of the Gorillas of Destiny. And I'm like, whoa, all right, this is gonna be a good time. And uh, it was. And someone said, wrote this on the Tweety, I can't remember who, so sorry, uh, person on the Tweety that I don't give props to this, but the only person who stays 
pretty much ringside after their elimination, like the whole entire match, is Goto. Everyone else just fucks off when they're done. <laughs> Chaos is the worst, man. They're, they don't, like, they live up to their name, man. They don't fucking care about each other. Assholes. I've, what, two of my favorite parts of this is, like, Okada and all the Chaos guys and uh, 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 Tamatonga and all the uh, Bullet Club guys on the outside. They're walking around, about to face each other like they're two big gangs and, like, they're trying to stop them and all that. That was fun. And then uh, my other favorite part of this whole match was just, like, I forgot how good this was, and you mentioned it a couple of episodes ago, and you're right. This is awesome shit. I, that's, Tanahashi and Kenta, man. That they're who, like who cares about the Chase Owens knee and next? Like this is what you want right here. It's awesome. Uh, yeah, uh, just them two interacting is fucking phenomenal. And I did not write down who won, so save me. Oh shit, you didn't? Um, okay, so I know who won. Tanahashi wins, and yes, he does. He does. Cool, yeah, so he eliminates Evil, and then um, he like he and Kent are alone, and they do cool shit. But Tanahashi skins the cat, and here comes uh, Kenta to come fuck him off the apron, and he does a like a very very slow like Hurricane Rana basically to get Kent out of the ring. It was pretty cool, great finish. Yeah, I thought this was a lot of fun. I thought there'd be a lot more interaction between Kenta and Yoshihashi, but there wasn't. That wasn't He's an moved emphasis on from the match, so. it's a Yeah, he not, I line, guess. Yeah. yeah, it's more important, and it's his title. I mean, and and. and we all know that Tanahashi still hasn't paid Kenta for the damage that he, you know, did to his briefcase last year. So, I mean, <laughs> it, I, it's crazy that Tanahashi, all the IWGP, like, officials are cool with him just running his head through people's briefcases. I mean, that's not okay. So, uh, I don't get it. But, yeah, this was a lot of fun. And, um, you know, it's good to see Kenta interacting with the House of Torture guys and stuff. So, I enjoyed that and G.O.D. and all that. Ah, it's a lot of fun. Yep. So I see them as their own kind of splinter faction in the Bullet Club, but I think eventually they're just going to be their own faction. I think that's where they're going with it. And I don't mind because uh, their T-shirt is awesome. Looks like something out of an Italian horror movie, especially if you see the poster for uh, House by the Cemetery. Uh, you'll oh, see what shit. I mean. So, uh, yeah, uh, I've been watching quite a few Italian horror movies lately. So I've watched a few Gentos, and now I'm up to Lucio Fulci. So uh, anyway... You ready for night three of uh, Postal Service Struggle New Japan stuff? Yeah, dude. All right. Oh, and uh, in case anyone cares about Lucio Fulci, everyone should watch a movie called The Beyond, which is free on Tubi. It is amazing, and the ending rules. So, yes, we start yeah. off with Ryusuke Taguchi and – oh, it's also gory as shit. So, yeah. Uh, Ryusuke Taguchi and Yuji Nagata versus Sonata and Hiromu. And I'm like, yeah, we're getting rid of Sonata early. And I'm just like, oh, but I like Taguchi, <laughs> Nagata, and Hiromi, and they're done. But this is another one where they just ramp it up even more. Hiromi and Taguchi, just like it's just Mongolian Chop City. This is fucking hilarious. There's one point, though, where uh, Taguchi uh, does a move over the top rope and lands on Hiromu. And as he's landing, he still has his hand on the ropes. And obviously, and he grabs his grabs Hiromi's legs with the other arm for a pin, and then he's like, "Oh shit!" and then like goes to the ropes. <laughs> so that was funny. Uh, it's a nice little mistake that he he noticed. Uh, but uh, the part that hurts the most though is uh, seeing uh, an O'Connor roll on Yuji Nagata, 
and it hurts my soul and I cry. <laughs> okay. This match is fucking amazing, right? It's yeah. a really, really good tag match. And, um, like, I love this. And some of this funny, one of the funny things that happened between uh, Takahashi or Hiromu Takahashi and, and Taguchi is that, you know, when they do the, the Mongolian chops, they'll do, like, a little, like, prep to it. Like, usually that's like a that or, like, you know, uh, O'Connell will do that kind of scream that he does. And so... um you know, they were, they were like teasing they're going to hit each other with the chops, so they just end up going they, and just hissing at each other. And I think they both had snakes in their boots. They must have. The first couple minutes of the match, <laughs> it's just like, I'm looking, they're just like, and they're not even doing chop moves now. Now they're running the ropes and doing other moves, and they're still going, that's funny. Awesome. I can't wait for their best of Super Juniors match. It's going to be incredible. <laughs> I I think that this is like just a fucking great tag match and folks should watch it. That's what I think. Yep. Agreed. And uh, next we have Wato with the Chaos Boys. That's uh, Tomohiro Ishihiroki Goto and Yoshihashi versus all four members of the House of Torture. Uh, Dick, Togo, Evil, uh, <laughs> Show, and Yajiro. Dude, I'm still hyped for this. Uh, <laughs> this is a fun spot where uh, Evil's trying not to go into the uh, exposed turnbuckle, but Ishii just shoves him right into it anyway and then just gives him a German. I like that stuff. That's my jam. Uh, I knew why I was eating this, and uh, that's yay for me. But, uh, only, uh, but uh, I thought it would be like, I don't know, a show or something like that, maybe set up their juniors or... Uh, Maybe if Yujiro's winning, maybe he'll pull out the move he only managed to put on once in the G1 against Koto Ibushi. But no, only what I'm now calling, not the not the Pimp Juice. Since he's got a move called Big Juice, this move's Little Juice. <laughs> so we have a That's Little good. Juice from Pimpy, but he had to use the uh, walking stick. Sorry, uh, Pimp Cane first. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They always call it walking stick on English commentary. I'm like, that's a pimp cane. Get out of here. They call uh, it a cane on the on the Japanese commentary. I don't know if they say pimp, but I, I heard them say cane several times. Right. So Have you ever seen a movie where someone's got like a, a, a cane or a walking stick, but if they unscrew the top, there's a sword in it? So maybe yeah. Hiro, maybe the only person who did fight with a real sword during the G1 oh, was Ujiro. Oh. oh, my God. Boom. Could be. Fucking mic or, Yeah. <laughs> don't drop the mic. Here yes there's a there's a famous uh racist from uh the united states called uh, Ro uh was it uh evil can evil and he would jump over stuff on his motorcycle and he um used to have a cane that had like it was hollow and it had jack daniels in it and so when you unscrewed the top it was just full of jack daniels oh i didn't know yeah. he was a giant racist as well oh that's yeah. a shame yeah yeah hmm. Yeah, those people suck. But uh, I like the end of this as well because everyone's brawling against everyone at the end. But uh, Ishii is going after Sho, and uh, Sho is just like hiding behind Evil, who's sitting on the chair. He's just like going, "Ha ha, fuck you, Ishii, fuck you, ha ha." <laughs> I don't know why. <laughs> he sounds going. like Mickey Mickey Mouse. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. And Ishii's just like, uh, "I don't care if the, all your teammates beat me up. I'm gonna go through them." just to put my hands on you. I like the tunnel vision that Ishii gets. It was the most apparent in this match because I guess this is the go home to their title match. Yeah. 
excuse me, not this weekend, but the weekend after. So, yes. Yeah. That's crazy. Ishii's going to wrestle, like, in America. And, I mean, he's transporting across the ocean, too. It's nuts. Yeah. Um, yeah, I, you know, I don't have a bunch to say about this. It's fine. It's, you know, I enjoyed it. I, I love Master Watto. I hate when he gets beat and beat up and stuff like that. And, and you know, I just like him and I want him to do well. He, uh, I saw his like Instagram and he was like having somebody put those streaks in his hair and he intentionally wants them to look like, I don't know if he knows this, but he is intentionally having them put in so they look like they need to be done like you know what i mean like that they look like it's like his hair always perpetually looks like hey maybe it's time to re-dye you know but uh i don't know oh, so another way that the house of torture is evil and the, another way they torture people isn't necessarily with physical violence it's just by being obnoxiously annoying all the time i guess yeah. hey yeah, there's just there's many rooms in the house of torture and I guess it's a different <laughs> mode of torture in each of the rooms one of them is just that uh, <laughs> it's, it's by the way it's not rooms it's chambers all right oh, be chambers you know? how many chambers so, are in the house well there's 36 chambers there you, you go know? yes fuck that movie rules and so do I mean, so does the sequel uh, does Wu-Tang oh, hell yeah they ain't nothing to fuck with so uh, here we go. We've got uh, this match. And what, I, what this match tells me is that Toriano is just as bad as choosing tag team partners against the uh, United Empire as Okada was about a month or so ago. Because <laughs> we've now got Tomoaki Homa and Koreanu versus to uh, Oh, my God. Sorry. Aaron Hanare and... <laughs> You're the only one that cares. <laughs> Everyone knows who I mean, but I like to get the names right. Even if Neo. I get everything else wrong, uh, it's... Uh, yeah, yeah. Just start calling him Neo, you know? Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, of course, uh, this ends with a Streets of Rage on Hodma, which is pretty cool. So, hey, Hanari got two of the, the wins. He's only just come back, so they, they're trying to beef him up a bit, which is cool because... Um, I'm hoping he and I can't will tag in World Tag League. I don't think Jeff yeah. Cobb will be down for it. I think he, he's back in the States. He's already taken bookings and shit for, for matches and stuff. So I guess he's got his 16 points and he's doing other stuff at the moment. <laughs> hey, man. Yeah, he'll be – he'll be if he's in it, great. Uh, but from what I understand, it'll be these two, and that's the whole point yeah. of this. Man, how, how great is it to see Aaron Hanari just get a win? Remember yeah. when we were like, like when he first turned heel and then he just lost a bunch and we were like, what the fuck? You what know, are you doing but, this guy? Yeah. yeah. So I'm really happy that, uh, that he's getting wins, even if it's just over Hanma. Hanma was awesome in this match though. Yeah. I really liked him and he was very vocal, which is terrifying. So that's great. Um, Ocon <laughs> did his best Sonata impression. Did you see this? He put his hand up to his ear. Like he's Sonata. Yes. Yes. I did see this. I love that. <laughs> also, uh, Akan beats up uh, Kosai Fujita after the match and makes him kiss his foot. So, does, man, poor, poor it, young lights. It almost seemed like in a way, it's funny too, because Yano just runs away and then has some like line that just cracks up the whole crowd. Uh, I don't know if he's he's like, not my problem is kind of what it seemed like he was saying, because Okan was like holding Hanma hostage in the ring. <laughs> and Yano's like, not my problem. It just walks away. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't tagged with you yet. I'm out of here. Bye. 
Well, uh, plus he's in chaos. He hasn't saved yeah. anybody, you know. No, that's that's definitely true. And, uh... <laughs> oh, there's some controversy with this next match, right? I mean, Kenta and Makabe had some issues, uh, some some uh, never open pod uh, uh, head cannon <laughs> issues, you know. <laughs> oh, you saw my tweet there, the Tweety. Uh, yes, it's Hiroshi Tanahashi and Togi Makabe versus Gato and Kenta. Also, I just want to ask this question because I've never heard any commentator say it, uh, English or Japanese. Uh, I might have said it in Japanese, I just didn't understand it. But I've never heard anyone call Gator the blacksmith, but it comes up with his name, the blacksmith, Gator. Yeah. It's like, what? How long has this been going on? What's he a blacksmith of? Like, what? What is this blacksmith business? He made uh, the, the switchblade. Come on, man. Oh, yeah, okay. All right. Forged the switchblade in his fucking in, in his forge with a hammer and an anvil. Yeah, it's crazy because the he's not the only blacksmith in New Japan. Remember when Tanahashi made the the Ma- IC made title? The <laughs> Fuck, that was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> One day they'll tag together and be the blacksmiths. That would be great. Dude, we we're gonna have to watch that match with him and Naito just so we can watch the video package again. <laughs> it's it's so fucking awesome. But yeah. <laughs> also, another thing I like uh, uh, when Tanahashi feuds with Jay White, Gato is usually Jay White's tag partner, and Tanahashi and Gato are gold. They're just hilarious yes. together, and I love it. So, what I've been loving about this mini Kenta feud going on right now is uh, Gato's tagging with Kenta, and we're getting more of this Tanahashi Kenta stuff. Uh, Tanahashi, about- sorry, Gato stuff, which makes me laugh. But, what about Gato and Chumpy, man? My God. Yeah. He was all over Chumpy in this match. He's <laughs> like, Marty, what is he saying, Marty? Ask him, Marty. <laughs> I love it, man. He's trying to get him to laugh. And it's just not happening. It's great. It's also this match where I noticed that uh, Kenta's hair is the same color of Makabe's ass. <gasps> oh, my God. <laughs> uh, well, these, the trucks. Uh, Makabe, so that made me chuckle. And, uh, great ape shade. Yeah, Tanahashi's about to put the uh, JTO, which is a Texas Cloverleaf, everyone. But uh, he puts that on Gato, and then uh, Kenta just uh, clocks him with the United States title. We get a very, <laughs> very rare disqualification. So, yeah. ouch. That's fun. That's yeah. fun. I love this, and I love Gato and Tanahashi. Like you said, that's that's fucking gold. Kenta calling out Makabe with his hair color. I mean, that's creative. I get that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know if you can like maintain that, but you know, it's pretty cool. Uh, but uh, I thought this was a lot of fun too. But we we're we should zip through these because we got yeah. a, a challenge. You know, a, a championship. Right. That's what those are called. So those. here we go. Uh, Ten Cozy, uh, Tenzan, hey. and Mr. Bread versus. And sorry, with Okada versus Jado and the Grillers of Destiny, uh, Tongalo was selling of the machine gun gun chops just has me chuckling. I, I really, it really made me laugh. But uh, then, then they make me cry ah. because Tongalo ape shits Mr. Bread. And, and <laughs> yes, that's not cool. And it hurts my soul. It was his turn to lose. Tenzon yeah. just tapped out or whatever. So Yeah, that's true. But to Tongaloa. <clears throat> yeah, I mean, I know. you know, gotta keep Tongaloa strong, brother, brother. So this is more World Tag League shit. 
by the yep. way. So because we got, you know, G.O.D. versus Tenkozy, um, you know, and the, you know, long standing feud of Okada versus Giotto. I mean, that's, you know, that's big thing <laughs> there. But no, it's good to see Giotto in there. I just uh, I'm interested to see, you know, obviously we're setting up these World Tag League things and stuff like that. And yeah. And, um, you know, all this is important. I hate to see Mr. Bread lose and everything. However, I would say this match has some really high quality pro wrestling in it. Tomatonga. Fucking awesome, man. Him and Okada are crushing it together. And Okada seems inspired. You know, yeah. he's much like Randy Orton, where he's when he's not inspired, it's like, uh, you know, and then when he's inspired, it's like, all right, this is what we're talking about. So I'm uh, happy to see that. And that's good. I get excited for inspired Okada. And I hope hopefully look, I know he's probably gonna be more tag league with Tongaloa, but uh Tamatonka's crushing this single stuff. Let him have a run. Come on, guys. I'm not saying he needs to beat Okada at Power Struggle. He probably won't, and that's fine. Like, that's not where the story's going. But uh, I want him to. I don't know. There's got to be some kind of secondary belt he can go for because I want to see it. And I think he he deserves a singles run, man. He's he's been great for a long time. I think right. that if they had used him as the i know this wouldn't have worked with the whole storyline but if they had used you know the the naito thing and evil turning but if they had used tamatonga as like the sudden leader of bullet club that is the double champion out of nowhere and stuff i think there would have been a lot less backlash because he of his wrestling style you know yeah. i think that is kind of like what people are would be okay with him taking the title off okada versus you know maybe somebody else but uh it's not going to happen but that no. would be cool you know, I, I would be I would feel weird about that, though. I'd be like, ah, is that oof? Is that, I mean, yeah, it's yeah. it's something new and interesting, but but oh, I don't know. But it, like, uh, I like that. Carter's brought the old title out and I like where this is leading. I don't know if that fits, but yeah, who knows? Um, They didn't use my <laughs> no brainer Shingo story for the G1. So what well, well, and if Okada loses it, he's just going to win it back before it. Wrestles yeah, that's up. Yeah. All right. So we got uh, Bushi and Shingo Takagi versus Doki and Zack Sabre Jr. Damn. Look, New Japan does this all the time. And I know Doki didn't quite lose last night, but I see a match like this and I think Doki is going to lose. It's like I've been trained. It's like a Pavlovian response at this point that I see Doki against Bushi Shingo. I mean, Bushi is not that high up anyway, but it's still dookie. They still seem as the bottom of the bottomless rung. But Zach Driver on Bushi, it's to show Mr. Shingo that, hey, I can tap you out, but uh, I also pin your ass too. Uh, this is good stuff, by the way. I, I like uh, Doki versus Bushi. Uh, so they're setting up a bit of that for the uh, best of Super Juniors. And then yeah. you'll... Dude, how off the charts is the chemistry between Zach Sabre Jr. and Shingo, it is going to be nuts, man. They, 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 if they had a great match in the G1, which they did, they're fine-tuning everything now with these preview tags, and it's just going to be off the chains insane uh, for Power Struggle on the 6th of November. Hell yeah. Damn. Damn. Did you hear that uh, <laughs> that promo from Dookie at the top of the show? That's who that was at the top of the show. <laughs> promo in English. It was amazing. Anyway, uh, yes, um, I love Dookie. He is over, and it's awesome. And I love that now you're calling him Dookie, and maybe you've been doing that for a while, and I'm just noticing, but that's great. Um, I This match is awesome, and, like, you know, Dookie gets to do a lot more in this than he did in the elimination tag, and, like, it's 
clear that like Zack Sabre Jr. is making an effort to get Dookie over, and so are the rest of the wrestlers. Yet at the same time, he has to fall on his face, even yeah. though you know, which is like that's the character, and it's great. Damn. Yep. <laughs> and he is a like I get excited for these little things. So we get the Super Junior Tag Title music playing, and I'm like, oh, they've got music yeah. for this. And uh, for me, it sounded like uh, a, like it was a jingle or something straight out of Castlevania Four or uh, Castlevania Symphony of the Night, oh if you've God. heard. Yeah, right. So uh, the music sounded like something out of that, and I was like, uh, why have I never heard this before, or why do I not remember hearing this before? Because that music was awesome. So here we go. We got the Flying Tigers. It's uh, Tiger Mask and. Uh, Robbie Eagles versus Suzuki Goon, which is uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru and El Desperado. Uh, I'm in a, I'm in a, I'm lulled into a false sense of security with this match, so uh, I'm watching it, but I've got a very relaxed kind of vibe going, and I'm just like, this is just going to be a really, really good match where Tiger Mask gets the pin, not not gets the pin, gets pinned. So uh, I, I'm enjoying the match, but I'm just waiting for that to happen, and then. Gator's just like, I'm throwing some curveballs, motherfuckers. You don't know what's going to happen. He does that on occasion because uh, this match is awesome. It's uh, I'd say Tiger Mask is really good in this match, but it's definitely Robbie Eagles that does a lot of the heavy lifting. I thought he's great. Uh, trying to fend off both uh, the Suzuki Goon guys and uh, and, and uh, there's some really good, uh, I guess, uh, heavyweight title or junior heavyweight title preview stuff between him and El Desperado. So this does this is a title match, but also serves as a preview match. So yeah, as good. Yeah. So I'm going to go into my annoyance as well because I like the moment that we get from this. I like the match quite a lot. It ends with the uh, uh, the Edward G. Robinson special on uh, Yoshinobu Kanemaru. Have you have we done Edward G. Robinson special yet? <laughs> um my notes say something different um, right. i'd say the uh the sydney potier special hey that's a good one too uh on yoshinobi kanemaru and he taps out and something i did not expect to happen because uh, it's a road to show or something but uh yeah we've got new champions it's the flying tigers so tiger mask gets his first tag team gold in nine years uh, robbie eagles is the first uh, Aussie junior tag champ, as far as I'm aware. He's also the first Aussie double champion in New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm really happy for that. I mark out. I'm like, oh, holy shit. Yeah, that's awesome stuff. There's just one thing that annoys me, and it's been annoying me about the junior division for how long now, Andy? For a long time, right? Two years. Two years yeah, yeah, for as long as we've been doing this show, maybe more. I'm like, all right, are there two divisions in the junior division or just one? Because... The heavy, the junior heavyweight tag, uh, the the tag titles <laughs> are always involved in a feud with the tag with the champion. Ah, you know what I'm trying to say. Jesus Christ, they do. Separate, yes. Can we separate these belts? I'm glad. I'm so awesome that we've got to see uh, Despy two belts, and I love seeing Robbie two belts. Don't get me wrong. Don't get me wrong. But I need these belts to be separated, and. I think it also goes back to, well, how we don't have that many juniors at the moment because of COVID and travel. But with travel opening up and things like that, where are all the other juniors? Like, like if travel's opened up and people can come in and out of Japan a little bit more freely now, where, where are all the juniors at? 
to the point where we can safely have a junior tag team division and then the junior singles division because those two titles have been intertwined for over a year now and it, it sounds like I'm trying to take away from Robbie's moment. I'm not. It's awesome. I love it. That is really super fucking cool and I'm here for it. But at some point, can we separate those titles, please? Yeah, yes. I, I'm with you there. We've been saying that for a while. It's just like, I get it. And, and I understand what they're doing here and everything. And I really like the moment. It's great, too, because Tiger Mask is like, this is a really big moment for him. Because, like, yep. it's not long ago that Tiger Mask thought he would have to retire. I mean, like, he was hurt real bad. Like, he was sick. Like, it's not good. And uh, he maybe wasn't going to wrestle again, I think. And so, like, him winning this title again is, like, validation for him. It's a pretty cool moment. And sharing that with a young guy, that's you know, it's pretty cool. Um, another cool thing that happened in this match for Tiger Mask is he got the big babyface spot in the match. He got the, the, you know, in New Japan, there's always a spot in one of these big matches where, you know, especially in a tag match where a guy is in a hole, and it's like a dude's finish, and this guy is going to tap out. It's just a matter of when. And we see in the background his tag team partner trying to get to him, but he's being yeah. held back by the other. And 100% of the time, the guy taps out during that spot. But in this spot, Tiger Mask didn't tap out to Kanemaru. He got to the rope, and that was a really cool subversion of expectations. Um, I thought the match was over at that point because they'd been fucking his leg up so, so much. I. But yeah, and and I think that my takeaway from this match the most is that I want to see Kanemaru versus Tiger Mask like today because like or next week or in the you know whenever they can have a match because I think it'd be pretty had, good too. They, they settled into like a really great like main event style rhythm in this match, and I want to see more of that. I thought it was great. Kanemaru was kind of the, the MVP of the match. Yeah, um, he's he's fucking awesome. So, and yet um, he never gets the junior title shot. He never gets a lot of big wins and stuff. But uh, he's strong. Yeah, yeah, yeah he's, I mean, like, he's, he's always strong. I, care, you know? <laughs> I mean, he can't pass the like wellness to get a title shot except for the tag belt. So it's like right. you're allowed to be drunk. Um, also, I just wanted to mention, too, that every time I hear that someone says Becky Two Belts or Jimmy Belts Two Guy, um, you know, Robbie Two Belts now, um, first of all, it annoys me because it reminds me of a, a great joke. And that's the Arthur Two Sheds uh, joke from Monty Yes, Python. Arthur oh, Two Sheds um, Jackson. <laughs> to me, I love that. That's funny. Uh, this uh, this future version of that joke is not as good, you know. So, um, I mean, that would be like people running around saying the larch, and they don't even know what it means. You know I love what I mean? that. It's like an interview, and he's he's trying to talk about his music and career, but all the interviewer cares about is the uh, backstory of his. Uh, why are you called two sheds? Do you have two sheds? Uh, does... <laughs> oh man, that's fucking awesome. And uh, yes, so those were our road two shows. We do have uh, Power Struggle, not this Saturday, but the one after, which is going to be fucking awesome. It's a great card. But we have the return of something, Mr. Andy, and that is our recommends. So I don't know if everyone knows this, but because uh, people might have joined us during the G1, 
But uh, when it's not major tournament season, uh, at the end of every episode of the Never Open Pod, and you know, we'll recommend a match to each other and to our listeners, and we will watch that in time for the next episode. So, since I'm already talking, you all right with me to, to uh, just jump into what my match was, then end on a bit of fun? Or I don't want to end on a bit of fun because, um, well, I don't know why because, uh, but my match is also awesome, but for different reasons. Uh, I chose, <laughs> I think it's pretty damn good. I can't remember the date. It is the G120 Climax Final, and it is between Hiroshi Tanahashi and Satoshi Kojima. This is from 2010. And uh, look, let's just get the annoying things out of the way. Part of wrestling is the pageantry of it. And when New Japan either cuts out entrances or has people coming out to fucking silence because they don't have rights or something, it's really annoying. Why do you not own the rights to your own back catalogue with this stuff? Fucking sort it out. I wanted to hear the themes and shit and see the entrances and hear the crowd going off and all this kind of stuff when they come out. And I didn't get to hear that. It's annoying. Get the rights. Anyway. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, for me, the whole thing starts when the wrestlers come out, not when the bell rings. Like, I I mean, when you started going on that rant, I thought for a second you were going to be like, listen, it is absolutely despicable that, you know, a man, you know, uh, with an important position like Red Shoes Uno is dyeing his hair blonde, red or whatever. What is he doing? What was that in his younger days dyeing his hair blonde? Like, you red shoes (laughs) and you dye it blonde. Get out of here. But anyway, we've got... Uh, a very, very taped up arm of Kojima in this match. More taped up than you usually see in, in a normal everyday kind of show. Think, you think so, he was eating a burger and like it? <laughs> kinda, he ate too many and he's got burger elbow? <laughs> no, I, I don't think he gets bread elbow. Uh, bread elbow, there it yeah. is. <laughs> uh, but here we go. Uh, Tanahashi, of, of course. Uh, I guess this is a thing. He sees something taped up. He's going for it. So he does. Uh, not only that, I see something I don't think I see that often. Yeah, you can do dragon screw leg whips, and they're awesome. But uh, Tanahashi in this match does dragon screw arm whips. Dude, dude my my notes, there's a, in all caps, dragon screw arm whips. I know. I love, I love it. That was awesome. It's freaking awesome. So, of course, Tanahashi's just attacking that arm at the start, and Kojima takes control and guess what? He works. Tanahashi's legs, of course. Complete with a scorpion death lock. I'm like, okay. what is this? This is incredible. Then we get a Topecon hero from Kojima, and I know it's called that because you always do this best, but how do the refs how do the commentators say it? The Topecon hero! There we go. Uh, <laughs> there's an awesome Lariat spot in the corner as well. Like Tanahashi is like Kojima's on the ring apron, Tanahashi's on the middle rope leaning over, and Kojima just fucking lariats him, and Tanahashi sells it like a champ and does this awesome kind of uh, flip backwards onto the on, into the ring onto the mat. It was incredible. I loved it. It's a little goofy, but I it's the way he does it is, is so cool. Then yeah, of course, dragon screw arm whips. And Tanahashi himself goes for the Econa Bridge at some point. There's a high fly flow to the back. 
uh, front one, but no, uh, um, Kojima moves out of the way. Then there's a fucking lariat to the back, and I'm like, holy shit, and, and what looked like a brain buster DDT kind of move by Kojima. Tanahashi goes does goes for the Nelson to do you know one of his dragon sleeper suplexes. Uh, Kojima's not having that; his arms are too strong. But hey, Tana does another move that I love it when he does this. He turns the Nelson into a straight jacket German. Ah, oh, it's beautiful. Then you got another Nelson, and he hits. hits uh, actually, he goes to hit that. That then there's a Koji cutter, and then another one. And uh, he, he eventually gets the dragon suplex on, but uh, you know, it's a two count and stuff. There's a lariat and a kick out, and then uh, uh, a lariat duck, another lariat, boom, one, two, three, and Kojima wins the G1 Climax yeah. 20, uh, 20. Man, this match was fucking awesome. Uh, I, I, I can't I can't front like the, the first couple of minutes are a little slow, but only a couple of minutes, and then they're just fucking. It's awesome. I love this match. It's great. What do you think? I, I thought it was really nice, kind of like I don't know, just like a cool nod to Kojima that they had like loaves of bread fall from the ceiling <laughs> instead of the confetti at the end of the match. I mean, one hit Chumpy right in the head, which is pretty funny. He was ringside. Uh, but uh, yeah, this match is awesome, man. It's like it, like you said, it kind of is is a little feeling out, and there's not much going on, and then. Tanahashi gets like sent to the floor and bread lariats him to hell. And that's amazing. And like, uh, I love this. I mean, it's like, you know, these new Japan matches are like, it's all rising action, you know? And yeah, there's kind of dips and dives along the way, but it's kind of all rising. And so like overall, if you looked at a graph of a new Japan match, it's supposed to be at its climax at the very end or right before the end. And like, it is this match gets really insane towards the end. And it's just like, yes, I, I find that it's incredible to me that like pro wrestling in a main event style requires you to be at your best at the hardest part to be your best, which is into a match 30 minutes or 40 minutes or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Seems pretty hard. You've got to do you more know? work. You just like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah, it'd be like us going to work and, uh, you know, what, we're going to half-ass this for the first couple of hours and then we, oh, we got an hour left. Uh, now's the time we do all the complicated, difficult stuff. Yeah. Yeah. What's what, Well, it would actually be more like we go to work and we have to run laps around the building for the first half of the day. And then the second <laughs> half of the day, we have to also do that, but think a bunch and then lift stuff. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> You want to you want to get an idea of what it feels like to just a, just a little taste of what it feels like to be a pro wrestler. Grab some like cinder blocks and pick one of them up and take it to and run across the road like run like 20 feet and drop and like put it down and then pick it up again and then run 20 feet and then put it down and then pick it up again and just do that like for a minute and you'll be dead. And that's not my fault. I didn't tell you to do that. So. Yeah, and then do that for an hour and then for the next yeah. hour. Do it with two cinder blocks. <laughs> <laughs> oh man! I mean, if you got Hanma, it's three cinder blocks. You move them around the damn hey, ring. So anyway. And you know how some cinder blocks have like the, the holes in them? Like he'll yes. put his head out so you can put the cinder block over his head and around his neck. So. 
okay, that was a great recommend. I love that, and and the fact that you know Mr. Brad wins the G one. That's a fucking yeah. cool moment for us to see too. We also had Masahiro Chono at the beginning, and he like did the ring announcements. He's awesome. I like that. Yes. Um. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I like this a lot. So um. Any Tell more us what yours on? is. Nah, man. Okay. So gotcha. My recommend for this week was. From Road to Power Struggle, October 30th, 2016, the year of New Japan, and uh, me. And it's from Kurgan Hall. It is uh, Kazuchika Okada, some guy, and Gato versus Kenny Omega, Matt Jackson, and Nick Jackson, the elite. So um, this is great because it starts with a time bomb promo video. So like we get before the match, there's a time bomb promo video, which is fantastic because it's like it's before Hiromu uh you know debuted and they they played oh, those for like I six was months right? that. yeah so that it's like he's coming you know and time's running out that type of thing so that was fun we got ref chumpy of course ref in this match and he is chump and this is like prime chumpy right here he is chumping it up it's awesome oh my god uh kenny kenny omega's and new japan music is like the greatest ever it's like the boss music from final fantasy that's what it's like to me and i that's probably what's supposed to sound like i love it I used to love it when he'd come out with a broom and he'd sweep to the beat. Shh, 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 you know, <laughs> it's just fucking <laughs> hilarious. Um, you know, one young. So the reason I recommended this other than it's fun is because of the tie into Halloween, the spooky time of year where you dress up and, uh, you know, be slutty, I guess, or something. I don't know. Uh, but the young bucks uh, are dressed up. One is a ghost, and then the other two, Kenny Omega and uh, and um, the other Jackson, they are Ghostbusters. And so they chase the ghost into the ring, and they they you know actually you know bust a ghost right there. Basically, there is really fun shenanigans. I'll let you talk about with the proton packs, which are pretty fun. Um, they, they, uh, yeah, I'll let you talk about the hoe train with the proton pack. <laughs> uh, Kenny at one point tries to take his like onesie off, um, to do a dive, but he can't and gives up and gets a huge pop from the crowd. They think that's the funniest thing ever. This guy's ability to communicate with the crowd is I, it's unmatched. I mean, I, I know there's lots of guys that can do that, but like, one of the things that's awesome about Kenny Omega is that he brings the like indie level of connection with the crowd to the big stage. Yeah. And like, he can do that kind of wherever. Now I, I haven't seen much of him on new G or on AEW. I don't know if it's translating there, but at this point in his career, he was kind of at an apex where he could twitch his eyebrow and the crowd knows exactly what he's thinking. And it's incredible to see, um, it's also very funny because he's doing goofy ass shit. Um, <laughs> it's just great. But that just little spot is just like, wow, this guy is incredible. Um, they do wrist locks on Gato's beard and then a top <laughs> double axe handle on Gato's beard and then a double stomp on Gato's beard and Gato's good guy. Then we get the whole boots thing. Two boots, two boots four boots and we get up to four boots and then it backfires on him which is great oh my God. um i love that okada puts both young bucks in a hold at the same time and they're just screaming and going crazy and then we get the cold spray and get okada's face to booze so i i 
believe from what I've seen, the Young Bucks are doing the cold spray gimmick again. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, Do people know what that is? I think it's. I don't. I don't know if they've necessarily mentioned exactly what it is, but uh, they got this guy Brandon Cutler that that is like kind of their henchman, and uh, when someone comes near him when he's like around around with the young bucks and stuff, he'll spray them in their eyes and stuff. So well, you know, it's a. It's. I guess it like you know makes your. It's biofreeze, basically, is what it is. But it's always backstage, I guess, at, at uh, New Japan. They use it for, you know, injuries and stuff. And so the Young Bucks started bringing it to the ring, and it played a part in many matches. <laughs> so, I mean, many times <clears throat> people looked under the ring only to get sprayed in the face by the Young Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> so <clears throat> it was fun to see it show up in an old match here and see that they're doing that. I don't know. I just it's really cool high flying wrestling from everybody except Gato. And it's just fantastic. One winged angel on shit face and he loses. Yeah, that was that was great. Uh this match is super fun. This is a yeah, it, it was what close to Halloween twenty sixteen, so of course the Ghostbusters stuff. What I do love, Mr. Andy, is the blow-up proton packs on the back. <laughs> yes, tell about those. <laughs> one of the young bucks just jumps in, but Kenny, who obviously could jump in if he wanted to, doesn't. He goes between the ropes, and he can't because the proton pack's not letting him. So the young buck has to open the ropes for him. It's fucking awesome. I can never tell the bucks apart, so that's why I just say that one young buck or the other young buck. Then... Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, as the match starts, uh, Kenny and uh, the, the Buck with the packs, they start doing sentons and stuff on the, their opponents with the packs on. So I'm just I'm just laughing my ass off. Kenny does one so hard that the the the, the strap of the proton pack breaks. <sighs> it's it's just a really fun good time. And Gato, obviously in real life, if this was real and it's not, but he'd be like. Maybe I should shave, but I'm so glad he hasn't and he won't and he refuses to because that beard has just given me so many laughs uh, over the last couple of years, man, that, oh, man, please just keep – grow it longer. Or if you do shave that beard off, I want to see him come out with, like, a fake beard, but they don't know it's fake. So when it's like, go grab his beard, it comes off. Oh. And then, and, and then and Gator's then he, like, ha, 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 ha. And then he then pins let go of the beard, and it goes back into his face. Ah! And he sells it. But, yeah. And then uh, he pins O'Connor right afterwards. <laughs> That's never happening. Oh, <laughs> come on. But uh, I'm watching this match. This is super dumb, goofy fun in all the best ways. And, and then I'm like, and then for some reason, I was, I was just paying attention to the action. And then at some point, I was like, who's refing this again? Yeah, it's it, uh, if uh, you were thinking it was a Marty Asami joint, you would be correct. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, yeah, it's it's big goofy fun, uh, and you don't see as much of this in New Japan anymore. It doesn't say it never happens. We're seeing some goofy shit with uh, Taguchi and Hiromi right now, but uh, yeah, the Bucks, uh, and, and Kenny did, did bring it. Uh, yeah, it was good shit, man. I had a big smile on my face. And I think like, uh, if, you watch, if you watch any of their tag matches from that period, they're all fun like that, you know. So yeah. especially when they're wrestling guys like Yoshihashi and stuff like that, that's really fun because they 
they lean into that. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> All right, Luke. Mm. Well, what is your recommendation for next time on the Never Open Podcast? All right. So uh, a, a tweetier uh, gave me the answer to this. And so I was like, well, now I want to see it again because it has aired since I started watching. It's from February 7th, 2020. And it is a match between, uh, it's got it on one side, Kazuchika Okada, Ryusuke Taguchi, and Togi Makabe versus Minari Suzuki, Taichi, and Doki. So, yep, there is some, there's a, a reason that I wanted this match to be the one I recommended. If you remember why I recommended it, awesome. If you don't, well, uh, I'm not going to tell you. Uh, you, you you'll, you'll find out. Uh, why? Uh, but it's got to do with Tai Chi, and uh, yeah, I, I can't remember exactly how it happens, why it happens, when it happens. But this is the match where it happens, and uh, uh, yeah, you know, we see a lot of multi-man tags, so you can't really remember all of them. So I'm glad someone did remember and uh, sent that info to me. So yes, that is my pick. Yes. Okay. Well, that'll be fun. I'm interested to see. I do remember why you recommended that, and I can't wait to see it because I don't remember it happening, but yeah. I probably will as soon as I watch it. Um. Okay, so my recommendation for next week on the Neverupa podcast is uh, G- we're going all the way back. On your radio now. Yep. We're going, we're going all the way back to the year 2016. That's right. <laughs> August 1st. It's uh, G1 at Takumatsu City Gymnasium, which is where uh, I believe a um, uh, uh, B-League semi-pro basketball team plays. And uh, the match is B-Block tournament match, Katsuro Shibata versus Toriyano. Oh, yes. You mentioned that these matches existed. Yes. Oh, man, I can't wait. Oh, shit. That'll be fun. (laughs) And then after this, we're going to go some other time. I'm sorry. I keep recommending 2016 matches, but I love them. I'll try to mix it up a little more in the future. And uh, because I miss them, uh, I'm going back, probably back to the uh, Never Train. Uh, I think we're up to Ishii's second reign, I do believe. And uh, we'll take it up from, from there, probably. But yes. Oh, man. That was... I said we'd fly by these shows, but uh, it turns out we just bullshitted for over two hours. But yeah, we talk for two hours every time. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't matter. Doesn't matter how much we get to talk about. It's two hours every time. So yeah, right. I can just imagine you going like, "Oh, Luke just wrote. We're gonna zip through these," and you just shaking your head, going, "Yeah, no, we're not." All right, but after hey, all I that, I contributed to that. Yes. Yes, you did. We, it, it's, it's it's a two way street, rather than those stupid one way streets that suck. I know. Fucking go the other way. People want to go two ways. Anyway, uh, <laughs> in bread we trust. Burger elbow. Please join us now and help us say goodbye to our friends. Max the Max. Top rope jump. Overflying attack. How is it? Be prepared. Battle match, come on. 
real muscle live. Desperate, desperate, full struggle, danger zones, I know. Fighting with a real sword, yeah. Let's go dramatic, tonight, raise the voltage. I've got to max the max. You got to max the max. Beyond the pain, yeah. To the other side. Feel it, my seriousness. All the power that blows away, shine, light, more flashy. Scorching showtime. Oh, 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 Max the Max. Lock up, Gatsuri, strong style. How is it? You can't lose if you compare your strength. Come on, I'm King of Kings. Jump over the limits, full throttle, awaken my instinct, cause I know, no one can beat me, yeah. Your Baymans, Bacade, Bacades, baby, aim for the strongest. I gotta max the max. You gotta max the max. Is the destination hell? Heaven? Yeah. Kakate Kyo, a life threatening card that breaks the rules. Become a beast, take off everything, and show time for your soul. Oh, 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 Max the Max.